Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Golder. Chris Rosen, I'm joined by Joyce. Hey, Joyce, back to doing this in the daylight because what What better? I, I don't even know what segue I was going to say because we're talking about comedy. I was like, does comedy work in the light, I guess? Like, is that well, like a joke reference? Well, what we do in the shadows. Oh, there you go. What we did in the shadows last week was me in the dark talking about limited series, I believe. Yes, yes. So now we're in the light. So uh, I guess we can talk about vampires? I don't know. I don't know. It's not going to win anything, Joyce. We're here to talk about comedy. A lot of LOLs, including, Joyce, the TCA Awards, which you are a, a member of TCA, so you give us some great insight into the event of the year. Uh, well, it was the in-person ceremony was canceled because it's yes. the return to in-person this year. It was supposed to be on this past Saturday, August 6th. Yes. So the whole summer tour was supposed to return in person. Um, and then it went virtual again, like literally the week before the tour yes. started. So obviously the ceremony, the TCA award ceremony was canceled again, third year in a row. It's a virtual, it's not even a virtual ceremony. They just sent out the list of winners under embargo and then had the winners record speeches. But yeah. um, the, the main difference this year is that we actually review the winners um, in the normal time and like during press tour in the summer, right. because the past two years, um, when like you knew we knew beforehand it was canceled, the winners were revealed in September, like right, right before the Emmy ceremony. And now the winners were revealed like right before any voting starts. So it's possible that these winners, Joyce, could affect what people vote for for the Emmys. Maybe, but I don't really think so. I, I, I don't like. I don't think people care, <laughs> or like the Emmy voters care. So Abbott Elementary swept. So one four. Yeah, I think. It, so here's the thing. I think they could care. That's my hot takeaway from this because I was like, it's a, it's a prominent group that is well covered. People, there were a lot of headlines about this over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're an Emmy voter and you're like, what's winning awards lately? you're going to see the TCA uh, voted for Abbott Elementary. And you might think that the television critics uh, know a lot about TV, Joyce. Well, yes. Um, and this is, this was the 38th year. And, you know, like, obviously everyone in the industry is familiar with TCA. Yes. The biannual thing, winter and summer. Uh, it's been virtual since summer 2020. <laughs> Do you think, let's, let's go here deep, just the deep depth. Do you think the winter tour will be back? That they they want it to be like that's always been like their hope. Like I remember, like in summer 2020, 
you know, even like obviously pre-vaccine, everyone was like, fingers crossed for like winter 2021. So now it's going to be winter 2023. Yeah, now it's going to be winter 2023. So like, who knows? But uh, there's no award. The awards are in the summer, not in the Right, right. But what I mean is like networks and like stars and, you know, like everyone like in the industry is familiar with TCA because that's when they bring their shows to TCA, to the ballroom and do a panel and now the panels are virtual, which is like, you know, arguably easier for everyone involved because they don't like part of the reason why it was when virtual again, it's COVID obviously, but like the protocols and then people don't have to like fly in and like shut down production. You know, yeah, keep those day. trains running. That's what yeah, they want. Yeah, you know, they could just like sit down for like a 30 minute panel and then go back to work. Right. It's so. easier for the team from Abbott Elementary to continue working on season two than take a break from season two, fly to, to Pasadena in a ballroom, get COVID potentially. Yeah. And then just go back and delay production when they could just keep burning through production and get the same bang for their buck. Yeah. That seemingly so, is the, that's the calculus. I think a lot of these. Yeah. So students. then they just sent in speeches. Right. So it won four, it won program of the year. Um, outstanding achievement in comedy, which is like the comedy series equivalent, uh, individual achievement in comedy for Quinta Brunson. So yes. that's like the, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the comedy acting award. So it's gender neutral, but it's just for anything you do in comedy. So in the past they've awarded like writers and stuff right. like back, back in like the nineties. <laughs> right. Well, Quinta is um, also a writer, right? So that's a good. Yeah. A so good, like, so like good. that encompasses like, right. you know, but people I think now more days you just have like actors winning. So people think of it as that. Like last year, Michaela Cole won the drama equivalent. And she mm -hmm. was obviously like the, the brains behind I May Destroy You, you know? Right. Um, and then one new program. And it had, it had five nominations because Janelle James was also nominated in the individual comedy category. Right. She wasn't as much of a writer, let's say, on, on the show. So she didn't get it to win. She well, couldn't be Quinn. It's right also now. not her show. She's the scene stealer. Right. That's what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so I actually think this matters, I, 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 even though you're in it and that you know how that works. I think that I think it could matter. I was thinking about it because so Ted Lasso remains like the overwhelming favorite, right? For for comedy, everybody's remains predicting Ted Lasso. What what are what's like the how close is it right now? I don't have this open. Yeah, let me I, let me go look here. <laughs> hot hot. I know it's in first, but. Hang on, let's see. Oh, I'm on the wrong page. I'm on. This is great stuff. You know what, Joyce? We should prepare for this, mate, because we know we're going to do mean, it. I was prepared with other tabs. I have like my predictions. Okay. Uh, so Ted Lasso is well ahead of Hacks, almost a thousand votes ahead of Hacks. Only murders in third, and then Abbott actually Abbott Elementary in third, and then only murders and then Mary. So Mary, Abbott Elementary rising. Here's my hot take. Uh, Hacks. And Barry, you could argue, are, are drama comedies. You mean a dramedy? Yes. <laughs> and Only Murders is great and a lot of fun, but it is also doing another genre. And then I think, it, which is a murder mystery and like true crime. I mean, I will say I laugh out loud at Hacks, Only Murders, Barry, and Abbott more than I do at Ted Lasso. So I don't, I just kind of like smile at Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is, I think there's less jokes in Ted Lasso especially season two which was much more like I mean like Barry's not jokey but it's like the the comedy is so absurd then it's just like you just guffaw right I think I think Abbott is a traditional joke led comedy yes and I wonder in, if the the good vibes from Abbott this is a, maybe a television academy that wants to reward good vibes last year Ted Lasso was like the good vibe show season two of Ted Lasso while also divisive I'd say was 
less good vibes than season one. I think it took a little of a, it took a little of a dark turn in, in a lot of different ways and tried to like flesh out the characters, I think to the show's benefit. And also to like kind of maybe counteract the critique that it was like too nice, right? Remember that was like the Ted Lasso thing last year. Like season, it was just a nice show. Nice people being nice. And they're still nice, but I think there is like a little bit of an edge to it. And it shows like that nice- Well, there was a like, complete heel turn by one character. Right. So Nate went heel, uh, you know, Ted had to deal with the, the death by suicide of his dad and all these like very serious things. Uh, Rebecca and her dad and trying to figure out his failings after his death. Just a lot of like sad stuff in, in, in addition to people being nice to each other in a lot of ways. Abbott Elementary is just like a good vibe show. Even yeah. the villain who is, I guess, Principal Ava, right? Janelle James is- She's not hilarious. really a villain. She's just hilariously incompetent. Right. And even her, they like kind of like- Gave yeah, a she quality. has like you know she has like this subplot with like her yes. grandma, and then she she went to bat for them um, when she had to secure funding. Yeah, for that. that's her submission. Janelle James's submission. Ava right. versus superintendent, which so. is a great uh, a great episode. So think about what's won recently, right? Uh, Ted Lasso season one, nice. Shit's Creek final season, nice. Fleabag had an edge. Mrs. Maisel season one, nice. Veep had an edge. Veep, Veep, Modern Family, Modern Family, Modern Family. I mean, I would just go back to Modern Family, which is, uh, you know, the current system. Yeah. Because 2014 was the last year of the tape system and not so, the last year of Modern Family winning. Right. So Veep won a lot, but I think Mrs. May, I think Schitt's Creek and Ted speaks to an academy that wants to reward kindness. But what if they're done with that too? What if they're not though? But what if they are? I mean, if they are, then I think Ted Lasso could win again because it still remains nice, even though it has a little bit of an edge. I just wonder if Abbott is like the really the, the number two option. I think because Abbott is a very um, broad appealing show. So this is like one of the the shows that I have told like my my regular friends, my normie friends, right? Sure. To watch. Yes. And they've seen it. Like one of them is a teacher, loves yeah. it. And they love that, like they have kids, like their own kids, not like her student kids. But like, she loves like that it's 22 minutes like, in and out so quick. So it's very easy for like voters right now to catch up to the show Yeah, if they had not seen it before nominations. So, and it, it got seven nominations, which is not a lot. No. So it, it um, series, obviously it has, uh, lead actress, double supporting actress, and then supporting actor for Tyler James Williams. Writing, no directing, and then it got casting, which is its only below the line nomination. Right. So I would say, and I would say it got snubbed in directing, where it seemed like that was an easy directing nomination to me. Yeah, like it could have gone in because, like, like Murders got double directing, right? And, um, and it should have. I think Murders definitely should have gotten the Boy from Six B, and then it also got, I believe, the pilot, right? Yes. So, um, oops, I clicked on drama. Yeah. So it's Alana Barry hacks the, the multi-cam slot, the Miss Pat show. Sure. Um, you, you can really tell who follows the Emmys and who doesn't like on nomination day when people were freaking out about the Miss Pat show and like, what does yes. it mean? It's like, that's just a multi-cam slot guys. It's amazing how little people know about some of this stuff. Yeah, you can all, if you're wondering about that and you think like that's weird, then just Google it. Just right. It. Even I, I'll tell you what, a lot of things I don't know, but you know what I do? 
Google. Google. Yeah. Very easy. There's a great website, Joy. If you're watching this and you're like, how do I know things? How do I find things out? There's a great website called Google. You just type in what you're looking for. Let me probably help you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then double murders and then Ted. Right. So you could say, yeah, like it could, it could have just been solo murders for a boy from 6B and uh, Abbott could have gotten that other slot. I so do maybe wonder, the directors I, were like slow on it. I don't know. But also like, I think it would have been Randall Einhorn who's like a legendary direct TV yeah, director yeah. for, for so, Abbott. <coughs> Excuse um, me. Yeah, so it's missing directing. doesn't have editing either, obviously. Right. Uh, so um, what could it win, I guess, is it, it seems like, I'm not saying it's going to win comedy, but I do think it is like the number, I think it is the alternate to Ted, not these other shows. I think the other shows could all like kind of knock each other out. And I think they all have similar audiences. I think only murders hacks and Barry all have like the same kind of like cynical audience member. I mean, I don't know if like murders is like cynical. Well, I think it's a little cynical, not as cynical as Barry and hacks, but I think like, it murder, could... murder, like there's a lot of melancholy in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, like, like these, like three, it's basically about these like three sadly lonely people coming together. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think like the, the way the race is set up now, like I don't think any one of these comedies is sweeping. No. Um, so I think it's set up nicely for Abbott to pull the upset. It's just like, it will really need these, like every branch to come through for it when it doesn't have the nominations right now. So we're just like, maybe we don't know how close it was to like getting a nomination, like editing or something, you know? Right. And then you're kind of just banking on people also catching up and like voting for it. Like it needs to be like that alternative for these people. But I don't even know if like Ted is like actually, I guess you, you just think Ted is the front runner because he's defending champion and it got 20 nominations again. I, and I do think it's still good. I know like they're the, like, it's a, it's convenient to be like, oh, the season sucked and like people didn't like it. But I've rewatched the whole season recently, like, like last couple weeks ago because I was interviewing uh, Toeb Jamo Joyce, uh, who I almost predicted now in supporting actor. But I'm going to stick with Brett Goldstein, even though I interviewed uh, Toeb for this. I actually interviewed Brett too, so it kind of counts. I interviewed him for WGA Awards Choice as a writer on Ted Lasso. Hot, this is scintillating. You're not going to predict Ted for writing. No, I'm actually p- predicting Abbott Elementary for writing. That's where I put Abbott Elementary now because I think Ted will still win comedy because I do think that it probably has the most broad appeal. I think Abbott would be in second and then Murders, Hacks, and Barry probably right after. I, obviously, I think Gene Smart, even with Hacks, not as top of mind nor as kind of shiny and new as it was last year. It just feels like a lot of like a little bit of the enthusiasm has dimmed. So I still think she would easily win in Comedy Actress. There's no reason she wouldn't. I still think Barry and Bill Hader win for actor, right? Like he's won two. Why not a third? Then I have Hannah Waddingham and, and Brett Goldstein for Ted. And then Barry, Bill Hader for directing. And then Quinta Brunson to win for writing over Hacks. You mean writing? Yeah, for writing. Yeah, sorry. What did I say? Directing? Directing. It's directing, writing, Joyce. Directing. I just made up a new word. Um, so I think like, because... In phase one for nominations, it favors like, visibility and popularity. So that's why like Ted did so well, right? Mm-hmm. But in phase two for the winners, like you need the passion. So I can see Abbott having the passion, especially if people are catching up right, right now. And it's so short that you can do it. Right. 
you know, like Ted has 50 minute episodes. No one has. Yeah. No, I know. I, I I mean, I definitely think I like, I could see it winning comedy series too, but I think it's easiest win. It'll be Quinta Brunson for writing. Yeah. I think Quinta in writing, I, I also still have Janelle James in supporting, but um, yeah, it could kind of be like, like sort of like the Americans mm-hmm. um, when, you know, Matthew Reese won um, and then the finale won for writing, but it didn't win for series. And that also did not have, that was its last year too. So different story since this is first year for Abbott. Right. But like that didn't have, you know, below the line support really. So I think, so I think it could win multiple awards and still miss out on series because it just doesn't have the wide ranging support yet. Like maybe like series is something it could win in season two, but I could still see just being like, I guess an, a stat anomaly, like defying these stats and just winning because it's so splintered this year. Like, I don't think like Ted hacks or murders or Barry is going to dominate. I think it's going to no. be kind of split. And um, I think like, I, I think I've made this, comparison before I don't know like on one of these or like in one of our columns but it's kind of like when everyone thought Handmaid season two was gonna dominate again after doing so in season one and it did not do that (laughs) at all um but it was also facing the return of Game of Thrones and there's no Game of Thrones in this situation in comedy so yeah um like that will still like seven nominations for a series winner is very low. The like other Fleabag reason, had 12. The other reason, yeah. And Fleabag was like more, yeah, like it had just more support. I think the other, the other reason I think Ted could lose, I guess, even though Abbott with only seven, I do you think like the other, one of the other shows then would beat Ted? I guess it could. Well, yeah. I mean, I still have, I haven't changed anything. Like I still have hacks in first. Okay. So my other thing is, is that like I have, I have Barry in directing and Hack still in writing, even though I think like Quinta can really win writing, but I don't know if we'll have a series winner that does not win one of those two categories. Right. You know. But didn't we have that last year? Yeah, but like you could say like that was because of like the vote split, which does not apply this year. Yeah, you could, but it also did happen. I don't know. I mean, like... Yeah, but last year, like, Ted was obviously winning, right? Like, this year, you can argue that maybe it's not. Right. And it doesn't have the vote split, because a lot of people chalked up their losses, especially in directing, to the vote split, because that's... Sure. I don't think writing was a surprise. No. Um, And I actually don't think directing was a surprise. Like we said, it's not a show that you think of for the directing. No, but I think also a lot of people who were not predicting... Ted for directing because of the triple nominees, they were going to flight attendant because they won VGA and that's flash you're directing too. But as we know, if there's a vote split, they typically go to the series runner up, which is Hacks. Right. And that's also not flashy directing. Right. So and also then you can't have Abbott winning and directing running up because it wasn't. Yeah. Him. And also like Ted still submitted multiple entries into writing and directing this year and it only got one in each. Right. I mean, the other reason I think you could end up seeing Ted lose is that I think 
And again, I, I don't know how, like, I always say this, do the, the, the Academy members think like this, but I'm like the final season of Headlight, in theory, the final, they have not confirmed it, but like everyone is on They've the show. repeatedly said Jason has a three-year plan. <laughs> that it's a three-year plan and that they only want to do three seasons and that this third season would be like the end of the arc. And like, clearly they have like a three, three act structure. And based on how the second season ended on like kind of uneven ground, it's very easy to see where it could go in the third season and finish up. Uh, and maybe Apple does something where they like spin it off or Jason's gone or whatever it is. Right. But like, if you know that there's a third season of Ted Lasso that could win, or that would be the final season. Do you not think you need to worry about it this year? Because, Oh, I'm going to come back to Ted for the final season and Abbott elementary is new and exciting. And I could just vote for that this year because I'll get Ted next time. Do you think people think like that? But you could still get Abbott next time. No, but Abbott is going to be, in theory, like a long-running net, uh, network show. That's a show that could run for like five or six seasons easily. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could run for 11 seasons like Modham. Sure. But that would also mean like you could, you could, you have more chances to award it. Yeah, but you know that. More chances for Ted. Yeah, but maybe there's diminishing returns and like you just want to get it now while you know it's good. I mean, I think it'll explode even more like, um, in the consciousness in season two yeah season two will be like the office season two or like parks and rec season two where people start paying attention so it's i i like i feel like if maybe nominations for like a month later it will have gotten like more than seven right so the other thing i'll say is um tca winner voting yeah this is good yeah it happened in june so we announced the nominations in mid-june and then like literally the next day voting open we had a week to vote in june AKA we voted for winners before Emmy nominations on July 12th. So like none of the winners (laughs) are in reaction to the Emmy nominations, including Mandy Moore's win in drama. Yes. So Mandy Moore won drama. I think a lot of people think she won the TCA award for drama because in reaction to her Emmy snub, which is not true (laughs) because we voted before that was announced. And also, I would just say, like, I know a lot of people in TCA who are huge Manny Moore and This Is Us fans. Right. And they were really pushing for her to win. So she had a lot of support within TCA already. So we shouldn't read too much into that then. I'm just saying they were not in reaction to the the results of TCA awards were not in reaction to the Emmy nominations because we voted like three weeks before nominations. Which maybe lends more credence to the fact that Abbott Elementary is like breaking through, right? It's not like a piggyback on the Emmys. It's like, we love this show so much. We gave it four awards. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, I don't think, I mean, when I vote, like I'm not trying to predict the Emmys. I just vote for my favorite. You are not trying to predict the Emmys, but no, I No, but like, you... I mean, I know some of my friends and TCA also aren't trying to, like, we just pick our favorites. Like we tell each other what we're voting for. And most, I'll, I'll just say right now, most of our, winner picks did not win in the end so <laughs> yeah i'm not surprised joyce to hear you say yeah. that uh but in the broad aggregate it did uh i don't know i i don't like i could see i i guess i could see ted lasso really not winning i i the other shows i just think all have like a little too samey audience and a little too a little bit of like i don't know there's like reasons not to pick them right like so like barry i, mean, I don't i don't think i love barry so much um but i like it's not gonna win like no. i know that <laughs> and like hacks too i think you could say there's like reasons it wouldn't win for the second season and only murders i think is great that first season really is fun but i just wonder if like it's not as 
buzzy. I don't know. I'm really excited. This season has been really good. The second season, I think. I actually think the second season maybe is even a little better. Than I before. I actually like the second season more, and uh, I uh, watched the last two episodes. Yes. And I actually like the finale, like the season two finale, more than the season one finale. Right. Interesting. But the finale, so it's weird because so season two, as we've discussed of murders, it premiered the day after phase one voting closed. Yes. And now the season two finale is going to air the day after phase two voting closes. Just a weird scheduling. <laughs> I also so, got to say the episode that was on this week is in the dead of winter. And it makes me wonder, would they have been better off holding this to like the fall? It feels like, to when I watch the show, it feels I was, like a like, fall show. I was talking to someone last week and they were like, it's, it's such a fall show. It is. Because they're, they're always wearing like nice coats. Yes. Yeah. It's a coat show. It's a cold show. It's a snuggle up with a, a cup of hot apple cider show. It's not a summer dead of August dripping with sweat because it's 800 degrees for a week straight show. And I wonder if, they would have had better luck with the Emmys season two if it was airing in like September through November. Like I'm I mean, worried like, now. It's still the Emmys for next year. I know. I'm just saying. Like I'm actually worried about it. Like there's actually no reason why it shouldn't have like a big second season Emmy run, even though this season obviously had a lot of nominations as well. The first season, second season is arguably better. There's it's more in the consciousness too. I think more people have seen it. But now again, because it's happening right now and it's like going to be a year, like are people still going to, I mean, we might be talking about I mean, season, season three. One of, season one of Murders premiered August 31st, right. 2021 and it ended October 19th. So it covered more of the fall, but it still premiered in the summer, just later summer. Yeah. I just think maybe they could have held it. It does. It just feels like a show. I that mean, clearly they were trying to premiere it now because of Emmys. But right, but then they still a weird a, timing. Yes, they still messed up the timing. Maybe they got the wrong calendar. <laughs> uh, it's a really great show. I'm I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah, it was a great season. So, so let me ask you this: We're we're I, I briefly touched on this before. No way, Jean Smart loses Best Actress. But what if I'm overthinking this and actually Quinta Bronson can win Best Actress and not win writing? That hacks. I or, think she can. I think she can win both. Like like Phoebe Waller Bridge. Like. Now that they, we've gotten Jean an Emmy, get Jean an Emmy, got her an Emmy. Well, Jean already had three Emmys before right. Right. last year. <laughs> right. But it was like, get Jean an Emmy for this. That was the idea. I, like, I think, so like with Abbott, like everyone knows this is Quinta Brunson's baby, right? Right. But um, unlike the Oscars, when everyone votes for the winners in the winner's round, it's still branch voting for the winners. Sure. So it's like, I don't know if there's that thinking like, oh, we can get Quinta in writing and then still vote for Jean in actress. You know, it's right. still just actors voting for act acting and writers voting for writing. I mean, so, I mean, they could talk about their votes, but it's not like a monolith, right. you know, doing this, splitting the vote that way. Um, but I mean, if, if, if Quinta wins like writing and actress, then like Abbott can totally win series. Then it's just like, poised yeah. to sweep basically i think if that happens and we're watching it it's like basically like the coda of tv um i mean it had more than three nominations like yeah, i, I actually I mean. think the key category for it is casting like yeah. it can totally win casting so if it wins casting or would you would you switch it into into first in your picks when it wins at the creative arts emmys um 
maybe it's i mean not all casting winners translate to series like stranger things also one casting right you know like when they see us one casting so but it, it would it's like a strong let me look at the casting category so casting is also voted on not just by casting directors but producers and directors mm-hmm. um casting so comedy series casting so it's abbott barry curb hacks murders and ted so, i mean i think ted would be a favorite there probably yeah it won last year and they added some good people and like upgraded some people good cast um yeah so it went so yeah shits one two years ago fleabag one three years ago me as a one so it's matched so comedy casting has matched um under this entire system so if it wins that's a good the last the last mismatch was orange is new black under the tape system in 2014. So Canary in the coal mine. If, if Abbott wins casting, switch it in. That's what you're saying. I'm, I'm just saying that would bode very well for it. Right. That's his only below the line nomination. And it's casting directors, producers, and directors. The directors who did not nominate Abbott. Right. Which I still, I, like I said, I think that's a surprising snub. Uh, anything else you're doing? You still have Bill, Bill Hader winning for actor? This is, this is an award that no matter what, Abbott cannot win because there's no male lead. Um, obviously I, I just actually rewatched Barry, the whole series, not just season three last week. So, um, yes. Uh, I build it also. So, and I think he will, and it seems that's the growing consensus. He's, he's a little bit of a head of Jason Sudeikis. Um, I also feel like to just connect it to directing as well. Right. Which I also have him winning for 710 North. The best episode of the season i mean the finale was great too but like directorially um this was great because at the chase and everything um i just feel like in season three there was just a lot more discourse about like bill Hader's skills yes. and talent and yeah. appreciation of it and like i and also clearly when you like rewatch the series as well like he's obviously gotten more confident in his filmmaking Right, like you could like in season three, he directed most of the episodes. So you can tell like his like specific vision for each episode and like the purpose of like each shot and what he wants to do. And then he's obviously also done like a bunch of interviews talking about like his influences and everything. And I think people are very aware of that, like not just the fans, but also like the industry. Right. And um, and yeah, like because comedy feels so splintered this year, like no one's gonna run away with it, that I do think he can still win directing even with Barry losing series. Yeah. So like, I don't think he's in a situation like like Teddy Perkins when everyone thought like Teddy Perkins was gonna win and it won no awards that ceremony because Maisel won everything, but that was the sweeper. Right. Um, and then like Bill in 2019 for Ronnie Lilly, like obviously the directorial achievement of season two, people thought he was gonna win that, but Fleabag was the sweeper. Right. Like, I don't think we have a comedy sweeper this year. So I think it's like breaking well for him to actually win it this time. Yeah, I I, I have him locked in there. And then I have Hannah Waddingham and Brett Goldstein for supporting actor. I know you have, have uh, Janelle James. Do you still have Brett Goldstein or did you switch to like Henry Winkler? 
no I, I still have Janelle and Brett I don't know like supporting actor I don't know what to do like I just have him there by default basically <laughs> it's weird I just think he's like the clear clear choice but I don't know if he's like the clear choice but I feel like he's the default choice yeah because I think like last year he became the clear choice as season two was airing yeah because he had a lot of material um and so yeah so like they're technically awarding him for season two now but I also like I don't know like these so like like Henry's obviously won before and he's great um like maybe it's just between the two of them and like they're both just kind of far ahead of everyone else I think so Um, like Tony's won before but like Maisel's kind of lost buzz yeah Um, and I don't think he was particularly memorable this last season yeah um Bowen I don't think so um Tyler James Williams like you know great uh delay nomination for everybody hates Chris (laughs) great reaction shots um amazing reaction shots and yeah like the other like uh, like between the the three Ted guys I think Brett is the favorite yeah though I mean not just because I interviewed him I think Tohi Jamo would get real he's so good on it I don't think he could win because of Brett and because I think he's not as well known obviously and it's like a welcome to the party nomination but he's awesome on Ted and he had like a great arc and the character is so likable that you're really rooting for him, Sam Obasanya. And I think, especially in contrast to Nate, who's also in the category, Nick Muhammad, uh, just an incredible performance. Very, very likable. But I don't think he's going to win, but it'll be nice. Yeah, it's like a lot of like the the extra TED acting nominations are related to Hannah Waddingham. Mm-hmm. Arc. Right. Right. And so that's um, another reason why I think she'll win instead of Janelle James. What if, like, what are, is she in the lead still? Hannah Waddingham? Yeah. Um, where's Janelle? Third. It's Hannah Waddingham, Hannah Einbinder, and then Janelle James. Hannah Einbinder. I, I mean, I love Janelle James. She's the funniest, ever, like, every joke killed. Just an incredible performance. Yeah, like I, I can totally see her winning. Um, and I think like she would win under like the tape system because it's just yeah. it's, like her performance is very tape friendly and she submitted like her best tape basically, Ava versus Superintendent. Joyce, how can we get the tape system back? I would love her to. I don't think it can ever happen because I think it's, you can't put the genie back in the bottle because the whole reason they got rid of it was to encourage more uh, members to vote because not like under the tape system, you only got like two categories. Right. And then that's why it was more feasible for you to watch tapes. <laughs> but now that like everyone is allowed to vote, it's like, you can't be like, now you can't vote for these categories anymore, you know? So I don't, I like, I don't know how you force people to watch these things. Um, I, you have to just hope that they've seen them already or they've seen most of it already. And if they're going to watch any episodes, it's for things they haven't seen yet. Right. Like, I, like, I don't think anyone's going back to watch something they've already seen. No. 
and even so if they're ways. watching something they haven't seen they might just if it's a performance they might just like skip to that person's scenes or something right anything else your joys on comedy um or the tca awards i don't know what i mean we saw like just overall so succession won uh drama outstanding achievement in drama yes pretty good show you learned that i voted for it <laughs> yeah pretty good show not program of the year though Abbott elementary is but better i did vote for it in program of the year so yeah obviously uh nothing else here really surprised me in the tca that would make me rethink miami predictions dope sick one uh for outstanding achievement in movies miniseries or specials and like you said i think white lotus was snubbed altogether right yeah white lotus uh lotus was not nominated there um and were the tca folks mad that there's a second season with a, a separate the same character did that rate at all no think? i think it was just kind of no uh, well no because two years ago we gave new program to watchmen which is definitely not coming back which i so i hate that we did that because i'm very against it i feel like new program should be reserved for ongoing series because it's about the promise of more good stuff Right. Like it should not be for a limited series. Like last year, I think we nominated like four limited series in the new program. Like, no. Right. Like, um, so, but I think with White Lotus, I think maybe there was just, uh, it kind of vote split itself between like limited series and comedy, maybe even drama. I don't know, depending on what you think right. it is. Um, it's also hilarious because they last year they expanded it to eight nominations, so eight slots. So it's it still didn't get in. Amazing. <laughs> like Midnight Mass made it in over it, and like Girl from Plainville made it in. I was gonna say, what about the offer? Did the TCA love the offer like me? Um, I do not know anyone in TCA who loved the offer like you. I'll tell you what. I was out. We went. I uh, went out to dinner with my parents the other night, and uh, my dad was shocked. That the offer got no Emmy nominations. Couldn't believe it. So I, I love that like he brought this to you like three weeks after <laughs> we were talking about it. And I was like, you know, I didn't get any Emmy nominations. He's like, what? How could that be? It's it's like, the people's choice. It is definitely the people's choice. That people is a show that will age well. So here's my question to you. We know a lot of people, like people who watch that show love that show. I don't know why right. we were talking about a show that's not even nominated. But if it were not on Paramount Plus, would have gotten like nomination somewhere where would have it aired let's think about this like it's if you just ignore the fact of like the ownership rights (laughs) yeah ignoring the fact the ownership right what other network would have worked on probably netflix honestly based on like it's not it's like not how do i say this shows without insulting the show i love it's not classy enough for hbo right like hbo has got like hbo programming i could see it doing well on apple but even apple has like more of a a high, high, still, it's still high brow brand and it's kind of yeah i i don't i don't know if it would still have had the same reach no netflix it would have been great could slot in right next to uh, inventing anna similarly yeah a uh, similarly fun show mm-hmm. this is what they come here for joyce to us talk about the offer five months after it aired and no emmy nominations uh, no Emmy nominations um oh the other thing i'll say about tca so yes. the career achievement award it was a yes. tie between Ted Danson and Steve Martin. Um, they, they both sent in hilarious speeches because Ted was like, um, thank you for this amazing partial lifetime achievement award. And Steve was like, I'm just glad this is not given out posthumously. Awesome. But I'm annoyed at this trend because last year we gave it to Gene Smart and I just feel like we're 
like people a lot of people are just voting because like these people have like a current show right like last year gene won career achievement and also comedy and now like steve was nominated for murders it's amazing yeah but the year uh, before that was alex trebek r.i.p uh yeah uh, Joyce, that's all I got. So we're going to do a bonus episode this week, Joyce, to talk about our way too early Oscar predictions. We're not talking about it. We're reviewing it and then dunking on ourselves Correct. how wrong we were. Yeah, because it seems like a lot of it was wrong. Because we did them in March. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them were wrong. Movies that don't come out, um, people that don't seem like they're going to rate. Uh, so it'll be fun. I can't wait. I love dunking on myself, Joyce. I mean, if you can't laugh at yourself, then what are you even doing here? Laughter is the best medicine. Music is the best medicine. Music, yeah. I'll get that right one of these times. You know what I the mean, funny thing is? So- I get it right. I can't get it wrong. It's hard for me to actually, it's so obviously laughter is the best medicine that when I try to do the Golden Globe joke, I say it wrong because I'm saying it right. But it's it's both right and wrong. Yes. So. Just like the Globes. Yeah. Joyce, uh, so this was fun. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.